Welcome to another episode of the Drawn to Scale podcast. I'm Pablo Cortez. Uh, today, our guest is uh, Sean Mastretti. I'm sorry, did I mispronounce that? Nope, is that you got correct? it, Mastretti. Mastretti, got it, Mastretti. All right, Sean Mastretti, um, Oracle and Alchemist, um, aka designer, plant daddy, landscape architect, contractor, arborist, educator, author in the works, and so much more. Uh, Sean Mastretti is a collaborative, visionary, and optimistic positivitarian. Uh, I know I pronounced that right. Uh, he has been co-creating, exceptionally designed, and artfully reimagined gardens in both California and Nevada since 2006. Um, his personal mission is to reconnect with the natural world, tread lightly on the land, nurture biodiversity, protect water, and bring people together. He always considers impacts on flora, fauna, fungi, soil, water, the biosphere, the interconnectedness of our actions, and of course, the changing climate. Sean's legacy is a commitment to leaving a more beautiful world for his son and everyone else. Sean, thank you for taking the time and joining me for, for an episode of the podcast. How are you? Mm, wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, I know you guys are, are busy out there getting some work done. Um, I think we can kind of move uh, straight into uh, maybe just uh, uh, a few questions that we have set up for you. Um, I think the first one is uh, maybe you can talk about your studio. Um, you know, maybe you can if you can define first your your studio is uh, the Petricor Studio. Um, if you can kind of define what Petricor is for um, uh, some listeners and myself, <laughs> and uh, give us an insight into your studio's culture and uh, and the structure of the studio. Yeah, uh, well, Petricor, magical word, and a magical scent. It's the scent of rain after a long dry period. And that scent has always triggered me in many ways. There's always that time of year when that would come up. And, and I, the more I, one, found out about the word and two, looked into what it represents, it really does represent hope and transformation. It's about, you know, things are about to start growing. Things are about to start changing and shifting. And, you know, water is, you know, second to oxygen, water is the most important element in our on our lives, you know? First we need to breathe, but then we need to drink, right? Everything does, and water is so important. So there's a strong emphasis on water here. You know, and our, you know, as far as Studio Petricor's culture, oof, we are a warm, inclusive, and challenging place to work. And by challenging, much like a family. I've been encouraging the team as individuals to expand and dive into territory that would summon up uncomfortable feelings for anyone you know uh, exercises like when you start working here is like you have this exercise to explore your three most important questions which uh, I learned from another platform which was really wonderful for me to you know really asking yourself what do how do I what do I want to experience in life how do I want to grow and then how do I want to contribute that's a really deep dive for a lot of people. And that assignment, you would think, oh, you got an hour to work on this. But it takes weeks for somebody to really like get clear with what they want. It's a powerful question. All the way to um, exploring uh, in-house retreats every three months. So we call it Growth Week for the longest time, but we are changing the name to The Expansion. And that's where we come together for two half days towards the end of a week every every three months and and look at where we are, where we've come from, 
And there's this wonderful business model that came from uh, coach Keith Ferrazzi, who I hope to meet someday. Um, and, uh, you know, look, looking at your moonshot, what, what is that? I'm going to build a rocket ship and get to the moon type of vision for Studio Petrichor for yourself. And then um, identifying the 10 hills to get there. It was such a wonderful exercise. So growth week was really taking time to take pieces of that apart. And uh, this most recent uh, one we had, I don't know if you know Pamela Brief of Pamela Studio. She's a great collaborator. She's a current, she just got elected as the president of SoCal ASLA. She came in to talk to us about, you know, budgets and timelines. But, you know, how do you reimagine budgets and timelines that don't fit the old paradigm, you know? So uh, Growth Week has been really transformational, and we created our – you can't really see it. You can go on um, um, Instagram and see a recent post in our, our updated vision board that was a fun exercise. And then it's not linear, that it's uh, one cyclical and radial. Um, you know, really what we're trying to do here is we're cultivating leaders. Co-elevation, another great word from Keith Ferrazzi, is a great word to get familiar with as a, as a leader going through its, uh, in leadership and going through its own paradigm shift. Um, <laughs> one of the best things that I could have done is as part of this plan was how can the business continue to grow and thrive with less of Sean because Sean is working on writing a book, co-authoring a book with some of my teammates and creating new keynote presentations and, and taking this uh, public leadership um, journey and so much more. And so how can, how can I inspire the team to become the designers through the, um, the mission and the vision and the values that Studio Petrichor and, and that come through me, how can I empower them to become stronger de designers and more confident designers and project managers? So we set up a really fun um, uh, three afternoons in the week, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday between one and Four is design review time. So they are leading these projects and they sit with me almost like we're in a, a design class, a studio. And my role is to guide them on that design and empower them to grow. And it has really transformed the energy here at Studio Petrichor, how everybody has shifted um, their way of thinking about themselves, themselves as leaders in this world and as well as you know the <clears throat> the community the communicators and the collaborators with the clients i think you, you touched a little bit about the on this um talking about sort of the, the culture and the the structure of the business um uh, it looks like there's been are these recent changes from when you first started how how how, how has the company evolved since uh, 2006 well, 2006 is that magic number. It's like, I suppose I was established, you know, maybe with a business license at that point. Uh, but I see that that one question about how we've evolved as an organization. And, and I, I want to get real here, you know, from this young 20 year old boy just moved to Los Angeles and and found this profound relationship with plants and my obsession 
with plants and collecting. I had this insane collection of orchids and succulents. I was I was obsessed. Children. <laughs> right. <laughs> they were my babies. And I didn't realize that they were talking to me whether I heard them or not, right? And so from people saying, hey, man, could you come over and do this at my house? And sure. So here I am without a car in my 20s, borrowing people's cars to go plant some plants in somebody's yard. And then fast forward to some amazing second chances in life. Um, you know, there were some dark times and you get those second chances. And then I was accepted into the UCLA extension program, the landscape architecture program by Stephanie Landrigan, who, who saw something in me that I didn't. And that was a transformational program. And I, it was at that point that I realized that I can have a greater impact in the world. And it has been a perfectly slow and amazing journey. So exit school, enter, well, if I'm going to be a stronger designer, I'm going to go for my arborist certification. So, you know, there's one thing that I see happening is the um, abuse and, and people overlook trees. They, we, we, you know, we, and trees were, you know, so I'm just going to kind of leave that there, right? Uh, and then the climate, here's climate, all of this chaos coming at you. And I went to this soil summit one time that G3 had put on and Kiss the ground presented to me, and it and it just like an arrow struck me in the heart. And soil, oh my gosh, this is what we've all been overlooking and treating like dirt, pun intended, you know. And so um, it has been a slow crawl and an evolution. And we've been growing and expanding in and internally over the past couple of years due to the to the shift in how I've chosen how to start leading does that make sense you know um i've been getting to know myself much more deeply over the decades but in the past four years i've been going deeper and in the last year i've been going even deeper and i've been taking the team on this journey i'm inviting them to join me on this journey and it's some of it just to many people would be questionable it has made some past employees, you know, like, I don't know. It's just like, oh, my gosh, you're really asking me to grow here. Yeah, uh, yeah I think that's uh, how big is your office now? Oh, we've got this uh, garage size studio behind the house here in Altadena and and, you know, five uh employees at one time and it's it's starting to get tight so let's let's hope that there's uh there's going to be an expansion i have a few sites around altadena that i really have my eye on that i can imagine something amazing happening that's awesome um on the more on the on the personal side of things you've started doing work as a presenter and public speaker can you speak a little bit about that and how that's going and uh, what your plans are for um for that work well, nobody, especially myself, can deny that there's a fire inside of me and it burns really hot. There's a deep desire to understand what's at the core of it all. You know, why are we messing things up so badly? Why is humanity messing things up so badly? When and where could this have started? That's, that's another deep exploration. And what do we do with what's been created? 
And I've been taking audiences with me on this journey that I'm on right now. You know, I give glimpses into the past and some past experience, but what's really magical about this is, is that I'm learning as I'm going and I'm bringing audiences and, and students and, and the team with me on this journey, not as some expert, but as a student, which is really kind of profound. But my, you know, my biggest why is my son, you know, his generation and, and the generations to follow are probably my main, are my main focus. And I want to share with him a world of wonder and beauty in an effort to prepare, prepare him for his life. You know, he's five years old and um, he's already oh, this massive energy. And yeah, it's a beautiful thing to see. And if we can hold true, this is something that is powerful for me. If we can hold true to our authentic selves and care for one another as family, we will transform this world. And that's through compassion, something that really needs to be cultivated. We want to we want to cultivate compassion you know, something that's been numbed in today's society. Yeah, um, I think uh, just talking to you, Sean, we haven't met before. I, think, I don't think we've had any kind of discussions in the past, but it's clear you're passionate about what you're doing and what you've been doing the past year or so. Um, how has your team reacted to that? You kind of talked a little bit about that. Um, has it been, are they, it seems like they're on board. Are they, have they, what has been their reaction to you? And and I think on top of that, what would be your, um, uh, I don't know, maybe a, a tip or uh, maybe something to um, put out there for anyone looking to do this sort of, I, I don't know if it's a dramatic change in in the way you're working, but you know that 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 next level change from being uh, owner to like more of a leader in their in their uh, in their work in their uh, company. Uh, yes. And I'd like to kind of change that into the language of co-leading and co-elevation. And like we're, we're learning together. So part of growth week is, is the ability for one, for me to be really vulnerable and get very honest about where I've come from and what I'm going through. And, um, and in, uh, not asking, well, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, setting that example of being vulnerable is really powerful because it opens up the door for them to be vulnerable because we're all humans here. We're all having this experience together as humans. And um, why not start from there? And um, let's see, where was I going with this? There was a, I wanted to mention the same process that goes with, you know, bringing the team together is kind of the same process as inviting new clients in. And what began to make the difference was getting very clear in, in our message. So our current website has a statement. As soon as you hit the website, you see the statement, um, something about climate change and wh where we're going, right? I, I can't speak to it right now because it's not in my head, but there's this gatekeeper right there saying, all right, this is who we are. And that either creates a situation where a client can self-select themselves out or say, oh, I want to know more. And then they reach out and they speak to Laura, who's our keeper of the heart here. And she has conversations with them. And she brings that love, compassion, and listening to them. And then she gets super excited about 
who we are and what we're all about. So she's the second gatekeeper, right? By the time they get to a consultation with me, there's already some kind of vibrational match occurring. The same thing seems to occur with teammates as they, you know, like Gisela, who's been with us the longest, she's gone through her own major transformation and we're so proud to see her unfolding. And any of the newer uh, folks, they saw something or they came to one of our workshops or there was an attraction to this thing that we're doing, I don't know, this thing we're doing. And, you know, we go through this process and say, you know, we're going to ask you to expand as a, as a member in society, as a, as a human, as a, as a person that's longing to belong. We're going to tap into that core because it's all related. And it so far has been really successful because the ones that love to stick around, they really love it here. They really love this family-like environment. Yeah. You got a nice, you got a, a solid core team yeah. of people working with them. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Very cool. And um, and I'd like to say that for those listening, it's like the, the ones that always get my attention are the ones that email out of the blue. Uh, and I can tell you from experience that cold calls usually don't get, you don't get a response. But when someone sends me a hundred words or a, a, a page on who they are and what they want to do with Studio Petrichor, you've already got my attention and I'm gonna meet with you. I probably just opened the floodgates. This work is collaborative and we are all interbeings on this, this earth together and everything is interconnected and we are all interdependent, whether we like it or not. And those who connect with that want to share that with us. And, you know, whether we're hiring or not, I'll say, hey, come to some workshops, work with us. Let's, you know, let's get to know one another. And typically the ones that reach out like that are the ones that get hired. <laughs> Which is show, show that show that interest right and and, and get involved um the, the workshops you mentioned is that something a studio petrichor puts on are you teaming up with someone to uh, to get those going so glad you asked that question we had started doing workshops and then of course my husband he's like are you paying for all this to to bring people together i said yeah he says you need to start a nonprofit. and i'm like, okay so a long arduous slow crawl again and we finally have a board. We have a 501c3. Our nonprofit is Pollyanna. <laughs> and uh, there's, a, there's a little double entendre there. Um, and uh, our nonprofit is dedicated to the education and empowerment of communities to become agents of change to honor and protect natural living systems. So that's really what we're, you know, all about is tapping into those natural systems that we all exist from. I'm kind of interested on what your, uh, some of your projects that you have on the boards currently and what, uh, what has you most excited to work on. One thing I wanted to comment on about that public leadership and doing these talks and these keynotes and, and design courses is that they are also the gateway into new clientele. The past four years I'd been speaking on, you know, regenerative landscapes and the climate crisis and, and then just recently, we uh, switched that up and re um, revised it to reimagining landscape and lifestyle, which is really the 
current working title of the book. Um, but these opportunities and teaching a four-part mindful design course uh, at the Theodore Payne Foundation, all of these things bring clients. They are definitely a huge investment. They take time and and funds, uh, you know, away. They, that those are the profits of the business go there. They also attract clientele, which is really exciting. And so, you know, um, to answer your question about projects on the boards, uh, you know, all of our projects are exciting as each one is so different and our clients really go through that vetting process that I mentioned. And this has been a deep dive into people's lives and getting to know who they are at their core and highlighting where they are going in life. And that happens to manifest in the form of a garden, which is really cool. One of the things I always let them know at the consultation is our end goal is you in relationship with your landscape. That has a profound ripple effect. And, um, and when it turns out that we aren't this vibrational match, because sometimes that happens, right? Then we prepare a conscious uncoupling. You know, it's sometimes you just got to say no. Thank yeah, you. It's part of the pro- it's part of the process, right? Yeah. You gotta, and you bringing, say no bringing that love and compassion to that and amicably separating ways and saying this wasn't working out and this is supposed to be fun. And um, like I said, it's challenging. We're meant to grow on all these things. And, and we encourage our clients to do the same thing. You know, we, we hold true to our values and our ethics. One of the greatest things that has happened for us was um, working with Pasadena Water and Power. They came to us to do a few workshops. Um, they were testing the waters with us and it has turned into a magical relationship that has transformed them and their mindsets um, around you know what's possible in the public realm and and a lot of these systems and technologies if you will low-tech technologies if you will um, they're so simple you know mulch I need an answer for something mulch you know I, I, I could delve, dive into that but if you know you know right it's so simple. So we've been doing uh, workshops on rainwater harvesting and hugel culture and uh, soil optimization. And then we started doing demonstration projects with them. And we had the opportunity to do a schematic design for an acre-sized parcel of median along Sierra Madre Boulevard and knock their socks off with our vision for it. So right now there's this... Um, we're trying to get that project extended and, and to see it through. Yeah. And I like to, you know, like I said, that vision board, um, we've been de- developing that ecosystem and our list of what we're becoming and putting out there, what are the projects we really want to be working on? And we don't focus only on the big projects. There are, there are folks that say in the Altadena area that just have a, a small parcel those are great projects to put an intern or a, a, a young designer on and say, all right, I'm going to support you in designing this. It won't cost as much as our standard projects would, but it's an opportunity for them to grow and become the designers who they are. And for us to be able to work with those that may not have the means um, to invest in a massive project. So we really want to 
be as inclusive as possible. And sometimes we, we have to be really selective about who that is. Like I said, that vibrational match is a, a real thing for us. I was going to say, if it, it not only does it get them experience design-wise, but also most likely back and forth with the clients, right? Work How to relate with them and, and kind of go back and forth and walk them through the process as, as, a, as, a, as a design. Yeah, this, um, the whole, we were having this talk with Pamela at our last growth week about design management and project management. And I'm kind of blending it all as when we hire someone, you're hired as an inspired generalist. You might be helping with marketing. You might be helping write the newsletter. You might be helping, you know, clean up the office and you might be doing design work that whoever comes in here gets to be a part of all of it as you grow. And that's really exciting. Um, Sean, we're coming up on the, on the end here. Uh, where can people go to um, find out more about Studio Petricor and yourself? Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, I would encourage anyone listening to sign up for our newsletter. You know, we have updates, upcoming events, fun blogs, uh, and um, meaningful blogs. Uh, and of course, more information about our nonprofit. And if you go to our website, www.studio-petricor, that's P-E-T-R-I-C-H-O-R.com, it's a great place to find us. And of course, on Instagram, at the underscore studio underscore petrichor it's a great place to find us and um and i wanted to you know i'm really excited about being selected as an asla game changer uh for the upcoming conference uh which was a, a fun little exercise i'm going to be presenting on landscape architecture and the death of the ego <laughs> that's the current working title i like i like that title that's good <laughs> yeah um and that's uh, that's coming up in November, right? In San Francisco? Yeah, yeah. yeah so nice. I've got some Very work cool. to do to get that uh, <laughs> down to seven minutes. Oh, there and you go. And then it'll that's be, of that. course, a 45-minute keynote. Of right. Nice. Very cool. All right, Sean, well, thanks again for taking the time. Um, this is great. I, I think you got a very unique studio and a, a, a unique culture as far as a, a company is concerned. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll definitely keep an eye on, on on your company and see where you're, where you're headed. And yourself. Yeah, well, I mean... Hopefully, I, I, I'd like to think that what we're creating here can be shared, that someday we might be consulting for other firms in really transforming office and firm culture and really bringing that to our profession. Because we, as a profession, have this profound, powerful platform to be the educators and empower the world to be really connecting to the systems that support us. We will definitely include uh, links to your website, Instagram, on in the show notes for the episode. Um, all right, Sean. Well, thanks again. You have it's Friday, so you have a good weekend. Oh yeah. Have, uh, Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Have a, have a great day. day. You too. Bye bye. Bye.